Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already, we are walking into April. We are in this crazy world of something different every day, getting more news in a day than we used to get in a year or more. We are watching, watching something that we can't even fully comprehend yet, yet we're comprehending as much as we can every day. And the best you could do, and and this came from um, J.D., my son's baseball mentor, who, you know, says, well, what are we going to do now? There's like no sports. There's no this. There's no that. And I said, it's just not here right now. And it's kind of weird to talk about it. I know that sounds interesting, but if we're not talking about how to keep going, about each other, about caring about each other, it just feels out of place. Just feels out of place. It's not like we're out buying a boat or a car or a house or, or even a pair of pants right now. It's about food and health and each other and in, infecting each other and staying healthy ourselves and staying out of the health system because it's overtaxed right now and and learning these little truths along the way and then everybody's getting in their corners and now all this other stuff is coming out and we're just watching it all play out we are not powerless we are not helpless but it feels that way because the virus is what's calling the shots right not us but in that managing our 50 feet that for right now you're okay for right now the best thing you could do is stay out of the way there's a way you can help others find it. It's just, this is that time. Whatever that time is in our history, this is it. And then I got questions. And I got um, two questions that I'm going to do a show on on Monday. Because one is asking me about, you know, this past year I had health issues with my immunity and constant sore throat and headaches. I went to the doctor so many times, but it didn't help. I also moved and started a new job. I'm very happy with the move and the job, but I was a little bit overworked and my health issues got worse. My immune system was so low that after a simple shower, I would get a sore throat. But I was scared to take a break from the job because I was new and my contract wasn't permanent. When Corona started, I thought to myself, wow, I can sleep now and work out. But then the earthquake happened. I went out on the cold. It was stressful situation and I got asthma now. I don't have asthma for years. I feel scared because I love being active. I have so many plans without working out at home and later on in the gym. I just don't know what to think or feel. The positive that I feel is that this kind of situation has made me closer to God always, which I feel I did need. Do you have any advice for me? And then I had another question from 
Liam on the Facebook page that said, for the past two months or so, I've developed a skin condition. It's like, I want to call psycho, um, psoriasis. Did I, I hope I said that right. And, but I think you know what I'm saying, and it's infected. It's on my face and upper back and looks nasty. My question is, I've read that all sickness is first created in the mind. What could have caused this ailment? I have to develop apart from the psych, psychological side of things. Is this low self-esteem, low self-worth, my diet, or is it simply a dermatological problem that doctors will have to sort out? Thanks. So once I got two of those, I thought, okay, I need to do a show just on the relationship because I do have a lot of information on that, but it's not enough just to question it and go. So on Monday, we will definitely do a show about the relationship between mind and body and also purposes because there are reasons behind the things that happen, like why that illness, you know, why that extreme, why this? And there, there's, it always says, well, it happened to me, but it also happens from us, but it's not as, as um, mysterious as you would think, but we will talk about that on Monday. So stay tuned for Monday's show. So I got a couple of other questions, and it's, it's about the coronavirus, and as if we couldn't get enough information, the reason that there is so much talk about it is because we didn't figure it out. It is not figured out yet. But people are now starting to exhibit the feelings of either fear or why or how, and, and we're starting to get, you know, every day, like one of the doctors says, we are every day learning so much more that we're getting better at it every day, even though the situation is grim. So I had two two questions. One was from Christopher Sedray, and it always sounds so like, you know, bam, like, you know, in your face type questions. But how could you think God is causing coronavirus? I never said God was causing coronavirus, just so you know. Even if an angel comes down from home and tells you that is the case, don't believe him. Make him heretic, kick him out. Nobody told me that the coronavirus came from God. I said God knows why, because he can see us. So he knows why it happened, but he didn't cause it to happen. We have free will. We're down here doing our thing. Whatever happens down here, we create. There isn't like this disease that happens to hurt us all because God wants us to suffer and scramble or punish us. We're here with free will. If we decide to eat certain animals or we decide to do certain things that causes a certain issue, just like illness, which this is, to go back to the questions from, from Liam and the other question about the compromised immune system. What's going on in us that's bringing that about? Why did we as a people create and need this? But I never said God is causing it, and I never will. I just say God knows why, because God knows why. Think about that. 
God knows why. Because he can see us doing our thing with no judgment. No judgment. What does God do? He watches us try to figure it out. And us figuring it out, just like an illness that makes us closer to ourselves, that kind of dials us down a little bit and forces us to pay attention, what do you think this is doing? We've gotten so far away from caring about each other. And we were shooting, kids were shooting other kids in school. that we had more homeless, at least in California. I don't know other parts of our world, but what I've seen here. Suicide rates are up. We're up for years. Financial strangulation, which, which carried most of our populations, suffering behind debt. Debt being one of the top three, if not the number one, moneymaker in America. Debt of our citizens. So when all that's going on, and more, and more, I heard we're going to be attacking Iran today, and it's mentioned through a tweet. In the middle of saving lives, we're killing each other in our world. Can't blame one side or the other because it takes two. God didn't do any of that. We did. We did. And we have to take responsibility for the fact that our world is the way it is because of us. Yes, it's bringing out a lot of good. We are seeing the invisible people, the, the true hearts that run every country, helping each other and doing everyone, doing what they can and trying even to do, even if they can't just jump in because they don't even know where to go. Praying for each other, looking at each other. That's all going to come from us, and that's the only way to the goodness are we going to heal our way out of this one. You know, what's interesting to me is when you are – a person who's putting yourself out there and you're saying things and, you know, there's always someone standing waiting to put you in a place of authority and, and throw at you whatever they feel you're doing wrong. And that's part of the problem because there's there's ways to come at someone gently and warmly and with love and with kindness. And I think, for Christopher, you're trying to do that by saying, you know, if an angel comes down and tells you, well, you know, by this time, if you've been and you have been listening to me for a long time, you don't even know me well enough to know that I would know the difference. Christ's voice is gentle and comes from strength and kindness. And the stuff that Christ says doesn't just, it doesn't come like with directions. It comes with love. And when our love as a world is injured, 
He still comes to me with love and says things like, this is a big time in our history because we have wound ourselves up to this point and now we are unwinding. And he called this time in our history and it just happened yesterday because I I haven't seen Christ for a while and I, I actually did see him yesterday, like saw him like I did the first night I saw him. And it kind of took me by surprise. But he did say that this is the time of the unlocked soul. Really think about the unlocked soul. Our souls are unlocking right now. Our potential is coming out because of this. Because the only way we got to today is because everybody was just doing what everybody else told them. And I don't know who the everybody else that's telling us, but we're listening to stuff that was not in anybody's best interest ultimately. And things that Christ told me in the beginning, like there is no soul left behind, not even yours. Even though I would write it day in and day out on my page, a lot of people felt like they were left behind. And in a lot of cases, they were. Even though people loved to hear there was no soul more important than another, a lot of people would write me and say, how could that be? Just like I get... How could you think that God is causing coronavirus? I do know that there's no soul more important than another because that comes from God, from Christ. But what we've done with it didn't really give us the evidence that that is what happened. But now we're saying every life's important. Every life is important. We are here to learn. God does not give us answers. He gives us guidance. Now, that is something to really, because people say, I keep asking for and I never got it. If we had the answers at the back of the book, We wouldn't understand them, but we do have guidance. And then we have free will to make a decision on that guidance that we have. So God is not punishing us right now. But as a whole group of human beings, because there weren't countries before. It was just a world. We created countries. We created control. We created fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt. It's part of our options. And those options are why we're here to learn past them and get back to love. So whatever we create is what we've created to learn from. This set of circumstances is in our history now. And, you know, there's a lot of shock right now because every single industry has, I want to say, shuttered 
at the thought of what's going on. Everything is shut down, at least where I'm at. Driving to go buy food yesterday, and as I was going down the boulevard, I looked at my son and said, this feels like it did in the 70s before there was a bunch of traffic going places. There's nobody on the streets. In the 70s, there weren't stores everywhere in the early 70s. People were home. Kids played on the block. Not that we have to dial back to that, but it felt like that. Where in the middle of the day, you can go shopping and there's nobody on the streets. Get away from the feeling. We are experiencing, and for younger kids, it's their first time. I just happen to have the memories of the 70s. We are experiencing our souls unlocking, and there will be more of our psyche, more of our heart, more of our body, more of our mind involved in our decisions from now on. It's interesting to me to watch all these different um, press conferences on what to do when nobody really knows or they can't even provide enough help fast enough because the virus is 10 steps ahead of us and we're chasing it right now. And we're watching people, families, because the people who passed, they've passed, they're gone home. They're released from this, in a way. But their families are left. And, and yesterday, I cried three or four times. Just I didn't even watch TV all day. I didn't know exactly what was going on in the market. I, didn't, I was just so busy. I got so busy at home, and I had to go out and get groceries, which is a four-hour event from beginning to end. And still... The stories I heard, they just make me cry. One was a, a woman who came back from China after being gone for 49 days and hadn't seen her son, and they showed her running towards her son. That made me cry. One was a mother who died, and the kids by phone had to tell her they were going to take care of each other. And the oldest one was only 17. Who wants that to happen to people? But it took this much to happen to be able to feel and not care what happens as a result of us feeling. I'm not here telling you God's causing anything. But I am here to say we did it. And what I share with each and every one of you every single day, and I share it with myself, is what Christ tells me. And he tells me a lot. 
And I was told, I will never tell anyone on the face of this earth anything that you yourself don't already know or have felt or had a glimpse of in your lifetime. I am just a reminder. My entire presence exists to remind you who you originally are. That in itself begins to heal you. It's not a mistake that my books are called The Origins of Truth, Original Love. Not a mistake. Our souls are unlocking. All the stuff we felt we could not express or do is showing up in our minds, in our thoughts. And it took us creating a situation that forced our world to shut down as it was running, stay at home and face ourselves in some ways the way we never have before. We cannot go anywhere, whether we are alone in our home or whether we're five of us in a home. We're home. Parents are reunited with kids in a way that they have not been united since their child started school and maybe even prior to that time. We are starting to do things that we haven't done in years and maybe not at all for some kids. Playing board games, doing puzzles, making meals together. I had young couples tell me, oh my God, we were spending so much money on food and eating out, and now that we're cooking at home, we realized we're pretty good cooks. All the way to someone in my family has it. And we've banded together, told each other how much we care about each other. I was on a walk the other day, and it was someone's birthday. Try having a birthday in isolation. I think it's Liam Colley's birthday today. And I had one two weeks ago. You can't see anybody. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. But I was on a walk, and friends of the person whose birthday it was, they came out and stood in front of their house, and they stood in the street far apart, and they sang happy birthday to that person. That made me cry. We are just doing our best. We are just trying to do our best. And our best prior to this wasn't the best for everyone, was it? Mean that everyone has the same stuff. That's not what it means. When one of us thrives, we need to feel that somebody else may want that. And the way Christ put that to me, if you want to talk about guidance, by saying if one of us is hungry, all of us have not done our job yet. If one of us is hungry, 
all of us have not done our job yet. I have never seen yet in my lifetime, and this is not counting mental illness because that's a whole other animal, but just the person who grew up with respect and love want to hurt other people. I have not seen that. There are some people who operate on ego. I've been writing a lot about men, how they've been taught to be in a physical ego, and they can't figure out why they have to bury their feelings to do sometimes the things that they're asked to do in life. It's not a mistake that most of the people that come to me are men. Because whatever they've been feeling and kept locked up, just like we've all had to lock up our emotions in the workplace, and it's not like we have to go out and be these emotional basket cases either, but we can't cut off a part of ourselves and expect to be fine. Anxiety, stress, pressure, because we cannot talk, we cannot express, we just have to do, 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 and we're overdoing and underfeeling, and it has caused an imbalance in us. And this is what it's taking right now to rebalance that imbalance. I know that the intentions were good in saying, you know, if you hear that, kick it out. But I'm not scared of what I hear from God because I don't usually hear stuff that's crazy. Even though the fact that I can hear Christ may sound crazy, but I can hear him. I don't know why exactly and how exactly. I know what I was told, but at the end of the day, The stuff I hear is good, and it's healing, and it's loving. And it's not just loving for me, like, oh, Nadia, you're so good and special. That's not what Christ says ever. Ever has he said that to me. But what he did say to me is that people are special. We all, there isn't one more than the other. We have different gifts. We have different jobs. Doesn't mean anybody's better than anybody else. Each one of us has a soul that is intact and full and loving and warm and caring. That has been injured. Then we have to figure out how to heal that. We have to figure out how to heal it. That's our job. If we want to scream at it and fight at it, we can waste our time doing that or get it out to realize that we have anger towards it. And then we can now have recognition that, wow, why am I angry about that? What in me makes me intolerant to that? 
and then to rebalance and find that tolerance. We are together. We always have been. And the more we acknowledge that, the stronger we can be. And we are seeing that right now. And it took this kind of wake-up call from us to us to wake us up and say, let's regain our balance. You guys, I have a few seconds left. Great and safe weekend. Be as safe as you can. Wash your hands as much as you can. That seems to be the big deal. I love you guys, and I will see you on Monday morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.